Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live to see it, friends, and welcome to The World Transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At The World Transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us and that ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So... When does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm doing great. Doing good, and uh, made it to this Friday, and uh, we've got a good show lined up for tonight. So. It's happy Hang hour. On, the world transformed. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Friday's here, and it's time to get happy again. We're doing a show which is nothing but reasons to be happy. We started the week out talking about risks. We spent the middle part of the week talking about amazing stuff, talking about how the, 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 the big future is on its way, but it was still a pretty serious conversation. But tonight, Stephen, it's all happiness all the time. So uh, after we get past this first story, actually, we've got to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, even even the, this first story might come across as a bit of a downer, but hey, let's, let's – uh, Actually, the whole, the whole rest of the show is in response to this one, okay? So the headline that's is, right, Happiness yeah. is on the wane in the U.S. U.N. Global Report finds. And that's, this is really worrying to me. You know, I, I look at this and I say, what's going on here? Um, every year, I guess, they survey the countries of the world and say, who's happy and why are they happy? In the U.S., um, we fall into 19th place in world happiness. Um, I think we should be number one. But uh, even if we're not number one, if we're not the happiest country in the world, we ought to be on the top five happy countries in the world, right? The United States of America. Yeah, you would hope so, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to be in 19th place is, is disconcerting. Now, the, uh, the story goes immediately with the happiness in the U.S. is declining and is expected to continue on a downward path with Donald Trump's policies forecast to deepen the country's social crisis. Now, uh, immediately, okay, here's, here's how you could make me happier, okay? If, if anyone's interested in my personal happiness, okay? If everything that happens isn't about Donald Trump, I would immediately be happy, <laughs> right? Every- well, it, it, we, we tend to do that because, uh, you know, um, before everything was about Barack Obama. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, you know, everything has some effect on, you know, on, you know, it's either caused by or has some effect on the president. And we, got, and we always Yeah, wanna- and before that it was George W. Bush, it's true, yeah. yeah. That's right. So I mean, it's it's come on. I mean, we're we're one individual does not make or break our our happiness, and nor uh, does uh, uh, it just it just doesn't work that way, you know. I mean, uh, and we the president is not all powerful, 
you know, yeah. to either cause harm or cause or cause good. So he does. The president gets more blame and and more credit than he is to ever do, all the yeah. time, all the time. And uh, I, I, all I all I can tell the people whose happiness has been significantly impacted by Donald Trump, and I'm speaking as a non-Trump voter here. Okay, I'm I'm speaking as a person who is was not a Donald Trump supporter. Okay. Um, if your day-to-day happiness has been significantly impacted by who's elected president of the United States, just reconsider where your happiness is coming from. Okay, you know, I, I think your diet could probably have a lot more to do with your happiness level than, than who's president. It should, you know. I mean, the, the 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 people you encounter every day in your life should have a lot more impact on on your happiness level than who's president of the United States. I just that you know the this the the, the fact that um, that that would be driving our happiness level, I think, is just crazy. Because half yeah. the country, I think, from now on, is always going to be deeply dissatisfied with who's president. Um, it's right. just kind of the way we've been polarized and the way we work. And you know, we we, we can't we can't let that stuff get us down, right? You well, know, I, hey, I, I have uh, I have found a secret for uh, my own personal happiness, Phil, is yeah. to um, watch less political coverage. Hmm. I just, just, I mean, seriously, I, I uh, ration myself on political news now, because I mean, seriously, with twenty four, twenty four seven news cycles, and uh, you know, you, you could literally be plugged in all the time, and and uh, and have and find something to be outraged by all the time. Yeah, if, if that's if that's the life you want to live, you can you can uh, you can be angry all the time. There's something to be angry about, and uh, but hey, yeah, and social media I, is just like this endless indignation machine. Right? right. I go on my right. Facebook I mean, feed, and it's like, well, who's pissed off about what now? Right? Yeah. Here it comes. Let's let's find and out. So I, I try to I, I, personally. I you know, and I, I've uh, I've succumbed to a little of that over the years. But as I've got as I've grown older, I do I find myself doing less and less political posts on places like Facebook. What I I, I, I try to be relentlessly positive in um, hmm. everything I post on Facebook. Uh, you know, or at least find, you know if, if it's not a positive story or something that I'm uh, pointing to, I'm at least something interesting, right? Right. Um, and, and that, and and I, so I, I find that um, I'm, I'm just more and more that way because I found my own personal happiness uh, affected so much by uh, by following politics too closely that I'll, I'll uh, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll listen in, but it's just very occasionally. Um, yeah. Just to kind of get the broad outlines, because I, you know, I, you know, the internet blows up over something new, and I, you know, I, I, I I'm going to get the outlines of what's going on, perhaps, but I, I don't want to, I, I really don't want to get lost in the weeds there, because it's, yeah, well, one thing, one thing I've found, and it really works for me, is I just I hide stories that I think are going to bring me down, you know, uh, yeah. if it's, if it's just contentious stuff, I mean, it, I'm not saying you bury your head in the sand and ignore the fact that there are serious things going on in the world as citizens of a, you know, a country that's democratic in its foundations and, you know, a Republic that, that, that we're responsible for part of the government. Okay. We got to know stuff. We have to be informed citizens, but um, mostly you're not getting informed, right? Mostly you're yeah. being told, what you're supposed to be upset about, and that's pointless. I, I, I see a lot. I see a lot of stuff on my Facebook feed. I just I'm not going to engage. I, I'm not going to read it. And a lot of times I'll see something from somebody I know, and they say something that's just so flagrantly wrong, and they could be feeling so much better about the world if they would just look at it differently. And I don't engage there either, right? Because I, yeah. 
I know it's going to drag me down. Well, I'm you like, can't. You can't. It's. It's. Have you? Have we? Have I ever been able to uh, convince anybody of anything politically on Facebook? I doubt. Right. Right. You know, I'm. Yeah. I'm either preaching to the choir, or you're going to make them mad. They're just the going to get mad at you, and yeah. You know. That's right. So yeah, that's just, what happens. I just don't. I just don't. So. So yeah, if uh, you know, if there's if there's unhappy people listening to this program, I want you to know that we got nothing but happiness for the rest of the show. Okay, that's if 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 you're unhappy about Trump or anything else, just listen to these stories. Okay, and let's focus on some of this stuff because we got the goods. We got the goods tonight. Okay, let's begin with um, I don't know. Is this one of the coolest things ever? Whole body vibration may be as effective as regular exercise. Okay, every story here is about either how you can slack off or you can eat cake. That's basically, I'm, let me just spoil the show. Okay? That's, I love it. I love that's, that's what we're talking about here. Huh? Whole body vibration may be as effective as regular exercise. You know what's most interesting to me about this? Um, as, as I was reading about this, and I had posted on Facebook, an interesting discussion starts in the comments, this is not particularly new news. Um, this research got a lot of attention on social media in the past week, and it's very interesting. I, apparently, you can sit or lie or stand on a vibrating platform, and it will excite your muscles to the extent that a, a little bit of that every day is about as effective as working out. Um, Research actually confirms that that's the case. So you can, you know, basically passively by putting yourself on this vibrating platform, get the benefit of an exercise. The fact is, people have been selling these vibrating platforms for years. Um, Sean Thuris uh, sent me uh, sent me a link to uh, just a page of them on Amazon, and they get great reviews. People write these testimonials. They talk about the fact, you know, either. I never could get in shape, and now I got one of these, and I'm in the best shape of my life. Or I do this, and I exercise, and you know, here here are the results I've had. Um, this is uh, this is like a really well kept secret if it actually works. I don't I don't know, Stephen. Well, are I, you? I, what do you think? I, I I'm I'm not in particularly good shape, and not using the one that I own on a regular basis. But I may start doing so because the reason I bought mine was therapeutic. Uh, oh, you have uh, one. You've got one I of these. One. So tell us about I it. I have one. Well, it's uh, it, it's a platform, and I would say what it's about uh, two and a half feet by two and a half feet. Uh, um, it looks like an exercising machine, like, you know, without the exercise, right? It's uh, it, it, because it's got the um, it's got handrails and it's got the, a control panel on it and everything, and uh, you, you know you can set it for different levels of vibration and you know our waves of vibration, things like that, and um, and and the reason I purchased it was not to get in shape because I. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't even know that that was a part of the picture. Um, it, I, I did it for purposes of uh, um, some pain I was having as a result of, a, of an automobile accident I had a few years ago. Oh, so, okay. Uh, and so, uh, and, and it was recommended. Um, you know, you need to you need to come into our office and use our, our vibration machine. Well, I said, well, how much do these things cost? Well, it wasn't terribly expensive, Phil. It, it seemed like uh, about five years ago. I was like. I don't know, a couple hundred bucks or something. It yeah, was not and, a, and there's there's plenty of them available today yeah. for about that price range too. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It was not terribly expensive. I said, hey, um, if it's if it's going to help me with pain, um, um, I'll I'll just I'll just purchase one and uh, and I did. And uh, Sherilyn, uh, my wife, uses uses it a lot more often than I do, and uh, um, and uh, it just it it certainly works for pain. 
Now, um, learning that it might be as effective as, as, as exercise, man, I'm going to be on that thing, like, you know, as soon as I get finished recording this show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, I think I'll wait till then because I think it might be disruptive, and, you know, otherwise. But, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Check it out. See, if you get a chance, start, you know, give it 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. I mean, Google and see what you're supposed to do. But give it a try for a week or two, and let's have you report back. I'd be really interested to... Uh, to hear about okay. this, you know what kind Absolutely. of absolutely, uh, I'll I'll do that. And I mean, it, it's and I promise you, it's you know, it's not one of these things where you know you you um, you're you're breaking a sweat and you're just in, in you know as and you're sitting there huffing and puffing even though you're not moving kind of thing. Um, it's it really is as easy as it sounds. I mean, you're standing on a, a platform that vibrates, um, but uh, the, you know your your muscles your do passively. Uh, uh, they 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 do things to uh, to compensate for the vibration, and uh, and so that's you know I, I I can see how it could be could be helpful. And uh, well, I'll one of the stories we didn't get to on Wednesday, which was which was connected to our uh, cellular aging uh, good news story, was um, this this story from the Mayo Clinic. I'll go ahead and add that to the outline for. Uh, for tonight's show, uh, Mayo Clinic discovers high-intensity aerobic training can reverse aging. This this is an interesting story because it's like, well, if you if you don't mind doing some HIT training, I, I said you can slack off for the rest of the show. So this is just a bonus story. You don't have to pay attention to this if you don't want to. If this doesn't make you happy to hear about high-intensity training, but I think it's pretty cool because high-intensity training is, um, you know, not nearly as time-consuming. Um, you just you, you work out for a very high burst of intensity, and not only do you get uh, significant uh, often muscle building and uh, cardio stimulation, but now they're saying there's evidence that this can this can this can back up your aging. What well, does that sound like a great program? You know, if you can combine those two, right? Do a little bit of high intensity, a couple days a week, and then the rest of the time. I, I personally, I work from home and I work at a standing desk. I'm thinking, oh, I'll get one of these vibration things and. You know, I'll I'll give myself a good workout every every day, right? You know, just stand on that thing for like uh, ten minutes, twenty minutes, whatever it is, while I'm working, um, and then do some HIT on the side. <sighs> I'm gonna be a machine, right? I mean, come on, get out of here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's. I I, I will. I, um, I I will commit to doing ten minutes a day, uh, and uh, and report back in a couple of weeks. Let you know yeah. how I'm feeling. Do that, do that, because if if it's working, Stephen, you're, you you've sold me. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get one myself, and uh, you know, folks, if you can't get happy about anything else, just think about what great shape Stephen and I are gonna be in. That's got to make everybody happy. <laughs> and uh, and it, we'll report to you guys if it actually works, and uh, you know, we might share pictures. We'll see. We we might share pictures. Okay, so here's here's the next story. More happiness right here. Being lazy is the key to success, according to the best-selling author of Moneyball. This um, this is fun because it's one of those great misleading headlines that I do like. You know, a lot of times headlines irritate me because they take you in this completely wrong direction, and this sort of misdirects you. But yeah. It's not actually wrong. I mean, it, this is just another way kind of, of, of looking at it. Because he, he talks about growing up in, in New Orleans. And, Stephen, as a Louisiana person, you can, you can maybe comment on this. I, oh, yeah. I, I, New Orleans uh, is, has the nickname the Big Easy uh, because, you know, uh, let's just quote this guy. I grew up in New Orleans where no one did anything. 
It's an endlessly charming and delightful place, but the idea that your worth is connected to things you do is alien. So, uh, yeah. Well, know, and if we it. can just move on to the platitude here, because I just love this. I'm thinking about putting this yeah. on my wall. Do as little as possible, and that unwillingly, because it is better to receive a slight reprimand than perform an arduous <laughs> Task. <laughs> this is like the uh, this is like the opposite of the advice that we've received uh, all our lives, isn't it? It's, uh, yes, this is this is yeah. the you know uh, Louisiana Catholic answer to the Protestant work ethic. I think right there. That's you know, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do only what you absolutely have to do. Yeah, if, if you oh. want a response to the Protestant work ethic, there it is. Well, um, yeah. I, I love that, but that basic principle. Um, he has applied and he and and has done it very well right what he talks about is is not avoiding work altogether but what he talks about is you know eliminating the extraneous and just doing those things that are valuable those things that are effective um those things that are really going to uh that are going to move you along and i think to think of that as a as a species of laziness is kind of eye-opening that that's kind of like uh, you know, that's a good way of looking at it, actually, because when you look at it that way, it kind of relates to this concept of ephemeralization that we talk about all the time, this idea of doing doing more with less. And even if you sink it back to the last story, um, you know, if you can get as much health benefit from doing a quick high-intensity workout as you could from, you know, going jogging for 45 minutes. It just makes sense to do that, right? If you can get as much exercise benefit from just standing on a platform for 10 minutes as you could from doing the high-intensity workout, it just makes sense, right, to do that. You know, it's like your, 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 your basic lazy instinct can, if channeled correctly, can really push you in a positive direction, right? <laughs> well, I think the channeling is the, is the key. I, I had a yeah. professor uh, back when I was in school that said uh, he had never met a lazy person. And I laughed and said, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> Let me introduce you to some people, yeah. Yeah. I, I got I, some relatives you could meet, actually. No, no. Yeah, that's right. He says, no, no, no. He says, you show me the laziest person in your life, you know, and, uh, and I, will, I, will, I will show you someone that might be misdirected. You know, maybe, maybe they don't, uh, uh, on their job, they don't do anything, and they, they, they get fired from the go-to-job job because they, they're not doing anything that they, they love. But, uh, you know, follow them when they're on their off time. They are, like, devoted to some, you know, maybe they've got a car in their garage they're trying to, uh, a hot rod they're trying to soup up, or maybe, uh, you know, uh, there's this or that. There's some, there's something, uh, there's some passion that they have. Right. That, um, that they just throw themselves into. They're not lazy. They're just, you know, they're devoted to that. And you know, in a world where feel the the, uh, the boundaries between work and play are uh, are being erased, maybe that's a good thing for people like that, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, the, the thing that uh, the thing that you love and have passion for, perhaps you can monetize and uh, and uh, and actually earn your living doing, um, rather than uh, some drudgery job that you just can't stand, and therefore, you know, <laughs> you, you do as little as possible, and then unwillingly do, right? So. Uh, um, yeah, there's, so yeah, I, there, laziness it might might uh, be the wrong word here because I'm, I'm not sure that having listened to that professor in that point of view, I'm not 100 percent sure there isn't laziness in this world. I think right. what there is is misdirection, and so uh, you know maybe. Well, uh, if you look at if you look at how people if you look at how hard people work at leisure, 
right? How yeah. hard people work on their vacation, you know. It's like um, people who groan about getting up at uh, 6.30 in the morning. We'll go on vacation and they'll get up at 4.30 in the morning and go fishing, right, or something like that. I mean, it's... <laughs> I've reached the age, Phil, where I, at the end of my vacation, I'm like, I need to get back to work, you know. I'm <laughs> get not, some this rest. This is exhausting. Yeah. This is yeah. exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, we, I mean, we, I was talking. I was telling you about being uh, at the ski resort last week, yeah. right? I mean, those people are working hard at relaxing, yeah. right? You know, I mean, that's, that's the, right. the, the, <laughs> you're not not just wiping out and stuff, but you, you know, you see them at the end of the day, and it's like, wow, yeah, uh, you know, the rubber right. legs and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's it's true. It's it's <laughs> not. It's 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 it, you know, it, it's it's truly not laziness. It's it's being able to direct your energies in the in the positive direction and get the and get the biggest bang for your buck, right? That's really what we're what we're talking about doing here. But if it helps you to think about it in terms of laziness, think about it that way. I, you know, that's yeah. uh, it, 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 it's it's not a it's it's not a bad way of looking at it um, as long as you know you don't you don't wreck your life with it. I guess. So that's yeah. That's that's the one thing. Speaking of wrecking your life, how about this story? Um, Eating chocolate cake for breakfast is good for the brain and the waistline. Oh, I left out the two most important words. Research shows. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, you don't want to be a science denier, Phil. So, you know, look, eat, the, eat your cake, man. I didn't have time to read the story, but research shows that eating chocolate cake for breakfast is good for the brain and the waistline. I'm done. All right. That's it. I'm going to go get some chocolate cake and have my breakfast. You know what's funny about this is... Um, my brother actually chimed in on Facebook on this one. He says, well, look, hey, I eat three chocolate donuts for breakfast every day. My weight's been a consistent 195 pounds, and I'm thinking better than ever. And I wrote him back, and I said, well, let's, why stop there? Let's get you up to six chocolate donuts a day. And then I said, wait, <laughs> let's think about this. I think if you eat nine chocolate donuts a day, we'll probably get your weight down to about 175, and we'll get you on Jeopardy, and you'll set a new record for, like, you know, the biggest winning streak ever. On Jeopardy, right? Because, because oh, that's I, the logic, right? You know, the, the the more chocolate cake you eat, the thinner you'll be, and the smarter you'll be. Okay, obviously that's absurd, but is there anything to this at all, right? Is this is this story just another? It's kind of how you look at it thing, or should we all be eating chocolate cake for breakfast? What do you think, Stephen? Even the uh, most strict low carb diets, for example, um, mm-hmm. typically will uh, give you like a day off a week. Or something like yeah. that. You know, here's here's your cheat day. You know, make it Saturday or whenever you want it. You know, uh, yeah. typically, you know, uh, and you can eat whatever you like. Just uh, you know, just blow it on Saturday and then tighten it back down on you know Sunday through Friday, right? Right. Um, and uh, there's something about that. It's, it's, it allows the body to kind of reset. You know, I, I and uh, um, you know, it's you you, you uh, would tend to be in kind of a starvation kind of a mode where the body doesn't you, you can actually lose weight better it seems with these cheat days than uh than without it so maybe something like that well you know why is because you don't cheat as much the rest of the time right that's right it, you know you, you, you've you always say, got you know that what? to look I, forward to if you're tempted to cheat right. you can always think well i got my day and i can wait and i'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll you know i'll, I'll you know I, yeah that that apple pie or whatever looks great but i don't have to have it this minute i'll uh um you know it's going on the list for saturday right I'll have that and uh so that's uh, perhaps said, you know, it's, it's taking human nature into account, but it may also be some uh, uh, physiology going on there that uh, your your body just needs that occasionally to convince it it's not starving. And uh, right. yeah, we can 
I can, you know, not go into starvation mode here and, and try to conserve every every carb, right? So um, that's uh, I, I think there's there may be something going on there like that, and so I, I, I don't doubt that this is true. Just, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, if nothing else, if nothing else, this story tells you the right time to eat chocolate cake. Right. Yeah. If <laughs> for breakfast, if, if, if nothing it. else, don't eat. Don't eat that terrible. Don't eat it at night. At eat it first thing in the morning. It, it, you know. I mean, that's really kind of what the story. It doesn't really tell you that. I, I'm sorry. I don't think it really tells you you're going to lose weight if you eat chocolate cake, in spite of what the headline says. But what it does say is, if you're eating chocolate cake anyway, right? Um, you're way better off eating it in the morning than, uh, uh, than 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 you would be eating it at night. So if you're going to have some, definitely have it for breakfast. That seems to be the uh, uh, that, that seems to be the best way to eat chocolate cake. And I don't know, it just sounds really good, right? Get up in the that's morning. Not, and, hey, there's there's eggs, there's flour. You know, there's, 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 you know, there's, <laughs> that's right. we've heard the argument. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's nutrition in chocolate cake. Um, right. Before nine o'clock. Okay, folks. So set your alarms if you're going to have chocolate cake. Make sure you get up and uh, and and plow into it. And and <laughs> and then if you're feeling bad, just get on your vibration machine and do an extra five minutes on the vibration machine while you're watching TV. And you know it'll. <laughs> or you know you can be on the vibration machine while you eat your chocolate cake. You know you won't even have to chew. You just put it in your mouth and the vibration. <laughs> <laughs> you but, never have to worry again. Go. That's all right. You can yeah, eat anything right. you want as long as you're standing on that thing. <laughs> Hilarious. You burn that thing out. Anyway, um, I hope that those have all been examples of, you know, it, it, it's it's not just that there's good things going on, which there are, but that there are different ways of looking at things. I think that's that, that's kind of the important message about happiness as far as as far as I'm concerned. I think it was actually Martha Washington who is quoted as saying, you know, people are about as happy as they decide to be. And I think there's a lot of, if you decide to be happy in this life, there are a lot of good reasons to be happy. There's a lot of, you know, yeah. you, can, you can look around and you can find good reasons to be happy. You don't, ha- you don't have to look at the things that are going to make you unhappy. And if particularly you decide from to be our unhappy, view, there's plenty of reasons for that too, right? So yeah, it depends on what you're uh, focusing on. More than sufficient Probably. reasons to be unhappy, for sure. Yeah. Right, we, right. What we try to do is give you reasons to be happy. And hey, if you want some reasons to be happy, let me tell you where you can get 99 (laughs) reasons to be happy, okay? Our book, Visions for a World Transformed, is available. It's available on Amazon for your Kindle. It's available on paperback. We've been announcing it on social media this week. I've reached out to all the authors to let them know to uh, uh, get, uh, get their copies out to their moms and, you know, other people, other deserving individuals. Uh, you can you can get the book for free. It's available for free for five days a month on Kindle, or if you're uh, if you have a subscription to Kindle, you can you can just download it uh, onto your Kindle, or you can buy it for ninety nine cents uh, on your Kindle, or you can buy the paperback version. A lot of different ways of acquiring this book. Um, if you don't want to pay for it, you can get it for free. As I said, five days a month. Um, if you do pay we for had it, to do all that. For, we had to do that, right? Because it, it was tricky to get it to be free all the time uh, under using the Kindle system. So it was tricky to get it to be free all the time, and the paperback was going to cost anyway. So right. we said, all right, well, well, we'll put it down here at the lowest price point, ninety nine cents. Um, and if you decide you can't wait or you don't have a subscription and you want to pay the ninety nine cents, don't worry. All the proceeds, all the uh, Royalties are going to, we're saving up and we're buying additional paperback copies to give to school libraries. So the book um, is, is a self-reinforcing kind of, uh, uh, kind of agent of happiness. It's 
Visions for a World Transformed. It's 99 ways we can make the world a better place. Some brilliant ideas uh, from folks who've been on this show and other friends of ours and ourselves uh, contributing thoughts for you know how you can make how you can make the world a little bit better. Check it out. You got the link right there in the show notes. Um, this is uh, this is a this is a book. Let me just say you know although I'm intimately involved in this book, this is a book worth having. Don't you think, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, some of these ideas are you know I mean it's it, uh, you don't have a lot of time to sit down and read. I mean some of these things are like really short. You know uh, that you just you know you can hit. It's like potato chips. You could you could uh, hit hit five or six of these ideas and uh, you know real quick and have and have five or six things to be happy about. <laughs> like uh, in, in in one ten minute sitting, right? That's so, right. There's 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 ninety there's ninety nine essays in there. About half of them are longer essays, and half of them are just bite sized. They're paragraphs, hundred words or less. Um, so if you need a jolt of happiness, you just open it and you can find one of those, and boom, there's an idea to make the world better. Or I like I like your I like your comparison. Instead of eating a bowl of chips, sit down, read five or six really good ideas for making the world a better place. That and will, on your uh, vibration machines. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Perfect. That yeah, will right. do it. Absolutely. Well, we're, you're going to be hearing more about the book. We're going to be having the authors back on to talk about their contributions, and uh, there's going to be opportunities for all of us to continue generating good ideas. And I, I can't think of anything that would make the world a better place or make people happier than getting proactive about generating these kinds of ideas so check out the book and you know Stephen, we forgot to do other geek tonight i guess we'll have to let our book plug be our other geek i guess so i guess so and uh we'll we'll uh we'll other geek will be back uh in, in a more uh <laughs> we'll, we'll have more stuff to talk about other geek uh, next week i just, we'll just we, we've always got loads of geeky stuff to talk about i'll tell you what next friday we'll do an all geek show just to make up there for you the, go uh, just to make it up yeah just just to make up for the lack of geeks. So, hey, check out the book, folks. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back again next week with three brand new shows. And until next time, live to see it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.